Welcome to the Morale Booster Network, a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. I remain your host, Dr. John Ugulu. I am an author, speaker, and strategist. I always say experience is the best teacher. You can stream or download this podcast from YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Podcast, Player FM, and Pandora. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, hello, everybody. Uh, I, I think we're having some. If you can hear me, I want you to please type I can hear you in the comment section. Oh. Yes, we're having some technical difficulties here. I don't know if anyone out there can hear me. Um, let me do a test run. I don't know if anyone. Okay. Out yes. There can hear yes. Me. Yes. For some reason, my my um, video looks blank over here. All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Morale Booster Podcast. Um, we're having some technical difficulties like right now. Let me see. So while we're trying to work on it, let me give you some music. Broadcast, share to all your social media platforms. Technology. Sometimes we make plans and sometimes the plans just don't go the way we expect or want it to go. That's the typical, that's exactly what we're going through right now. All right, welcome everybody. Thank you for your patience. All right, like and share it. If you can see me on YouTube or LinkedIn or whichever platform you're watching me from, please feel free to just say I can see you. 
for some reason my my audio i mean my video is not working well from my end all right for those of you who are just joining i am dr john ugulu your host please like and share this broadcast um ibrahim can you see me no i cannot right but i can hear you <laughs> yes i know I, I i really don't know what just happened here now it's probably coming on now uh it's, it's dark but that's mm. like you are saying that's the beauty of technology right so right. Work, sometimes it doesn't work but we still push through right it's we gonna happen through. it's gonna it come on <laughs> yes it will it will it will um okay what i think i should do is i'll exit yes studio for a second and uh, i'll be right back ladies and gentlemen please stay tuned All right, we made it happen. <laughs> we made it happen. Yes, that's that's it. Never give up. Never, never give up. When the best things in life are about to happen, challenges would always pull through. Yes, and only the strong will go through. Yes, Robert Schuller said, "Tough times never last, but tough people do." Yes. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, I promise I won't bore you with any more speech. I was going to do like a five-minute presentation before bringing in our guest. But it seems God doesn't want it that way. God wants his fire to spark, <laughs> to shine right away from the beginning. Am I right? Yes, right. sir. You okay. are. You are. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody. Please like and share this broadcast. If you are just joining us for the very first time, I want to appeal to you to like and share it and here's the reason why i want you to share the broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear the message we will be delivering today. you might just be saving the life of that one man or that one woman who has made up his or her mind a few minutes ago that he or she is going to give up and take their lives. You might just be saving the life of that one immigrant, refugee, that one person out there who's devastated, that one person who feels there's no hope. So that's why we want you to do that. It will not cost you any money. Like and share it. It's free of charge. It is charity. It is charity. God bless you all. Welcome. Yeah, so today's episode is going to be a very beautiful one, and it's going to be live with no other person but a great man of God, a man with a high level of spirituality, and uh, his name is Ibrahim Dabo. 
Ibrahim is a purpose-driven leader whose inspiring life journey reflects the theme of discovering purpose in the face of adversity. Ladies and gentlemen, so many people out there are going through adversity right now. And the essence of this program is to help them understand that it is possible to move from where they are to where they want to be. Ibrahim was raised by a single mother and he faced a fatherless childhood. He became a refugee in West Africa at the age of 14. Yes, and facing the loss of everything he had, coupled with hearing loss and bullying that shook his self-esteem. Self-esteem, have you ever been in that situation where your self-esteem goes to the lowest level? People have been through that. Ibrahim is one of them. His story is a testament to the unbreakable human spirit. At the age of three, he lost his father, leaving him in search of fatherly guidance and support. Tragically, by the age of 14, he had lost three other significant male figures in his life. Oh my God. Dealing with his stigma, but as a refugee and as a person with a hearing disability, Ibrahim forged his sense of purpose during these challenging times, finding strength through his unwavering faith in God as his heavenly father. He is the founder of Purpose Graciously Revealed Podcast, a refugee turned journalist and an IT director. He wears so many hats. So I want you to know that for someone like Ibrahim to have gone through all this and was still able to transition from a refugee to a journalist to an IT director and even a commissioner appointed by George's um, Brian Kemp. If he could do all this, it means it is possible for you. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I want to present to you no other person, but this great man who has been through life, who has seen life, or who still did not allow life to hold him down. No other person but Ibrahim Gabo. Ibrahim, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome. Welcome to the Morale Booster. Network. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. John Ugulu. <laughs> I have been looking forward to this moment. I'm so excited. You know, just listening to you share a little bit about me reminds me about God's goodness in our lives, the yes. faith journey. And, you know, sometimes we get skeptical about, you know, is God there? Is God, does God really understand what I'm going through? Yes. But I'm very grateful, you know, I have put God to the test and every time he has proved me wrong. And as a result of that, I'm so honored to be here today on the Morale Booster show to, 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 to just share my story and to have a good conversation with you. Thank you. You're very welcome, my brother. It's a pleasure and a privilege having a great man, a great mind like yourself here. And I know today we're going to boost the morale of a lot of people. That's the essence of this program. And thank you for all you do because um, there are so many people out there who have gifts and talents, but they still find it challenging to step into their calling. 
So I always say kudos to everybody who has taken it upon themselves to accept their God-given gift. So welcome once again to the Morale Booster, Ibrahim. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. So let's go straight into um, business. So first of all, I know it's not easy for a man or a woman to step into their calling. It's not easy for a man or a woman to say, hey, you know what? Today I am making that intentional decision to step into my God-given gift and to use what I have to bless others. Can you please share with us at what point in your life did it occur to you that, hey, I have a gift and I would love to step into that purpose? At what point in your life? It happened when I was 12 years old. It happened, I was in Freetown, Sierra Leone, West Africa. I had just gotten out of high school, we call it secondary school. I got home. Yes. I was home alone that day, right? You remember primary school, secondary school? And yes. I was sitting home alone and I was gazing out, looking at the, there was a beautiful weather, blue sky, mm. sunny. And I, was, I started to ponder, I started to think about what my future would be. Like. Yes. And it was a, it was a very, uh, I would say, spirit-driven moment. Because I was, as I was gazing up the sky and I'm saying, God, you, I know you're up there. I know you're yes. up there and I know I have a future. I don't know what the future holds, but this is what I did. I prayed about my future. Mm. I prayed about... I knew I was going to do something that impacts the lives of people. Right. At that very age, I wanted to become a philanthropist, a humanitarian. And right. I think part of the reason, the drivers for that was a lot of what I was hearing in the news, neighboring Liberia, children being killed, children about my age uh, being right. displaced, becoming refugees. Despite the fact that I knew at the, from the age of 12 that I wanted to do something great, mm. my faith and the journey itself was not activated until 14 when I became a refugee. Because mm. what happened then is that I shifted away from my comfort zone, right? Yeah. I was yeah. in my country. Everything was going well. You know, sometimes when things are going well, we just tend to stay in our comfort zone. Why should I press on? Yes. Maybe you want to pursue a goal, but you see the challenge. You said, okay, no, I'm not going to, I'm okay. I can handle what I have. Yes. But when you have no option, mm -mm. right, you've been faced with something completely unexpected, whether it's a loss, maybe you lost a family member, maybe you lost your job, maybe you lost your entire savings that you've been working so hard for. Right. You have one of two choices mm -hmm. you can let it hold you back. Or you can bounce back. You know, Les Brown says, when life knocks you down, try to land on your back. Because if you can look up, you can get up. Absolutely. So when you make that choice, right? You make that choice to get up. And so uh, when I was 14, obviously, that's a long story between 12 and 14 years old when I became a refugee. But I was in a new state. I, was, uh, I had lost everything that I had. And I had to start a new journey. And that's when my entire purpose-driven journey activated wow that's awesome you know i am big on purpose yes discovering one's purpose mindset why because 
I have come to realize that if you want to live a well-designed life, it has everything to do with your philosophy, which is your belief system. And not until one is able to identify that right mindset to help them dig out the treasure, the greatness from within them, mm -hmm. it, life would always be a struggle. Mm -hmm. You know, I see a lot of people who say, hey, you know, I need to make a lot of money. I need to make money. I need to make money. I need to pursue money. I'm not saying money is bad, but living a purpose-driven life brings everything. Even the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God yes. and his righteousness. And every, he said, every other thing. Yes. When it says every other thing, they're talking about every other thing. So mindset should be the first thing. Discovering our purpose should be the first thing. And I'm so happy you did not give up. So kudos to you. So this program is strictly to help people develop that mindset that can help them move from where they are in terms of their struggles to where they want to be, which is their dreams, their, their visions, their, 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 you know, their, their, their plans. And, the things they, they, they fantasize about. So thank you so much. Now, you transitioned from a refugee. You did not allow things hold you back. You transitioned from a refugee to a journalist. Now, during that process, I knew it was kind of long and hard, and you were thinking, man, you know, life would end one day. So how did you make that transition from that point Mm -hmm. of being an ordinary refugee because i am an immigrant too, mm -hmm. so i know how it is i know what we face how did you make that transition happen even despite all the hardship yes i was in the middle of the storm i, I was still a refugee i spent my entire teenage years as a refugee in the gambia in west africa oh. and i was very fortunate to have extended family members I never met before. Uh, they took us in and I was living with them, my older brother and I. I was very grateful for that. God made a way. But then once I finished high school at the age of 16, every day seemed like mm. the same day. Uh, it felt hopelessness. I was feeling a sense of hopelessness. You know, hearing uh, about people being killed in my country, uh, listening to the news and, and, and thinking that, well, I cannot go back right now to my country. Yes. And here I am living as a refugee. There's nothing to do. I look around. Mm. It feels so hopeless. And, you know, you get into a situation like that. You start asking, what's life meant for, right? Mm -hmm. Uh you know, maybe you're thinking of giving up because you have tried everything and maybe you're just not seeing any signs. I used to feel like that. I used to go to bed very frustrated. I used to, I used to be so disappointed sometimes waking up in the morning and I'm saying to myself, I have to get up to the same thing again. Mm. And I got to a point where it was a discerning process for me. And 
I asked myself, what do I have? What gifts and talents has God blessed me with? Yes. You know, Albert Einstein says, in the middle of difficulty lies opportunity. Yes, sir. And that that very moment, having lost everything, like family members, lost all properties, and here in a foreign country, and I'm saying, what do I have? And as I reflected on that question, the gift of writing. I yeah. love to write in school. I excelled at writing. My older sister set a very good example. Again, having role models are good, right? Because the people very important. example. Yes. Very important. So I wanted to, I wanted to excel and I did that so passionately. And then here I said, okay, how can I use my gift of writing in a positive way, not just for myself, but for others? Yes. And then when you look around in the Gambia and across the world, across Africa, soccer is, is a sport that I consider, that many consider a universal language. Yes. Soccer united a lot of refugees in the Gambia at the time. Hmm. And so I wanted to write to inspire. I wanted to write about the soccer so I can raise awareness about war and I can raise awareness about other issues and also spread the message of love, spread the wow. message of hope. Wow. And so as a 16 years old boy, I just got out of high school and I'm thinking, how can I, I started applying to jobs. And you know, Martin Luther King says, faith is taking the first step, even yes. when you don't see the whole staircase. Oh and so God. anyone listening right now, if you have that dream in your heart, if you can feel it deeply within yourself that God is calling me to do something, mm -hmm. you're passionate about it. You don't know how it's going to turn out. Right. All I say is get started. Don't give up. Get started. Don't Imagine give up. where you want to be. And believe by faith that it's going to be possible. Yes, so Lord. faith, I mentioned faith was one of, it's part of my journey. And so faith, when you look at the biblical definition of faith, it, you know, when you have faith and do not doubt, I wrestle <laughs> with that sometimes. <laughs> but that particular moment, I went all in. And I'll share some just few things that I experienced in that journey, uh, uh, Dr. Ogulu. Yeah. The first was rejection. Mm. Again, out of high school, without any formal training in journalism, and, and with very little knowledge about soccer as, as well at the time. Right, right. I applied to several organizations. I wanted to write for one of the leading organizations in the world as their correspondent mm -hmm. for Gambia. And again, it's a wake-up call that no matter where you are in your journey, don't settle for less because God has set you apart with greatness. And so yes. I wanted to write for the best. And I got rejected several times. I got rejected. I never gave up. Every time I got rejected, I found an opportunity to apply to another organization. Wow. And so dealing with the, re with the rejection, it paid off by not giving up. And even yes. in the process, I also encountered distractions. So I had friends, close family members saying, Ibrahim, you get, you're going crazy. Like who would imagine that you're going to get that job? You just, you have nothing. But then when you decide to 
create boundaries, healthy boundaries, and stay focused on your goals, your dreams. You have a purpose in this world to fulfill. They don't know. No one else knows. God has given it to you. They may not see what you've seen and what you're experiencing because of your relationship with God. So keep pressing on. Keep and so pressing I kept, on. <laughs> I kept pressing on, right? And then at the end of the day, the one company that gave me a chance, they had me submit stories for about three weeks. And then wow. they came back and decided not to make me their correspondent for Gambia, which I was hoping for. Mm. but to make me their correspondent for the entire Africa. Wow. At the age of 17. And so I say, no matter where you are, you may have lost everything. Don't give up. You're not alone. Believe in yourself. Believe in the gift that God has given you. And go all in. You might experience rejection. You might experience distraction. But when you stay focused on your calling, you dedicated, you committed every single day and not give up. Amazing things will happen in your life. And that's how it happened for me. Absolutely. Man, my brother, thank you so much for sharing that powerful story. Man, you you talked about not giving up. You talked about people not even believing in you. And and that, that is something that is part of life. I have come to realize that when you are living a life of purpose, there are always people around to discourage you. And I know there are so many people who are watching us right now who are currently going through that. They have made up their minds that, hey, I want to become a speaker. I want to become a doctor. I want to become a coach. I want to become, you know, something. But the moment they try to start making moves about that, one relative or one friend from somewhere would always come out and try to talk them out of it. And and, and you said, make sure you believe in yourself. You said, make sure you stay focused on your calling, right? And I really do appreciate you for sharing all that. Look, if you are listening to us right now, please like and share it. Like I said before, even if this does not resonate with you, there is definitely somebody on your contact list that this message would resonate with. Everything in life is a cliche, but it is whenever that cliche resonates with you that matters. It's like taking your bath. You wouldn't say because you've had your bath today, you would not take your bath tomorrow, right? You have to constantly do it to refresh your mind. And that's what this program is all about to bring to you things you already know, but for some reason, you're not acting on them. So these could be reminders. So please like and share it. Thank you so much for for, for that. Now, you you became uh, a commissioner Mm -hmm. for um, those with hearing uh, impediment. So how did that journey start? Well, it started... It started with a surprise, <laughs> an unexpected surprise. Life is full of surprises, right? Exactly. Yeah. And and it's a matter of how do we bounce back from these surprises? And again, it's it's. I believe that we go through life, and life happens for us. Yes. 
things don't happen to us. Yes. It's about mindset. You talked about mindset, how you see, how you choose. Again, in life, we have choices. Mm-hmm. How you choose to respond to a situation determines either a positive or a negative outcome. I agree with you on that. 2013, I was in grad school in Baltimore, Maryland, housing university. I was, I had seasonal allergies, went to the campus clinic, and I learned that there was a hearing screening on campus for speech-language pathology students. And I was blown away. I'm like, what? What's hearing screening? I never heard about a hearing screening before. How did they do it, right? And the doctor, obviously, I told him to check my ears. I always ask doctors to check my ears uh, for whatever reason. I think God was God was with me because I, I did it. This was the third time, a third different doctor. And he checked my ears. Everything is good. Great. And I said, now I, you know, I need to go check out how that hearing screening is, is done because it's on campus free for students. Right. And I walked into that hearing center, Dr. Ogulu, so excited. I was so pumped up. I was like, <laughs> I can't wait to go experience what this new thing is here. For me, it was a new thing. Right. So I was on the line. I go, I sit down like I'm sitting down right now. And for the hearing screening, and they put the headset, just like I have a headset on. Right. And the lady says, when you hear a sound, just raise your right hand. And I sat down on that chair a couple minutes. I never heard a sound. Wow. And she walked back and she came back to me. She's like, you didn't hear anything? And I said, no, I, I didn't hear. I said, you probably forgot to turn on your equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and she went back and she did what she had to do. And she came back. I'm just sitting there innocently. I'm just like waiting to hear what the sound is and how yeah. it sounds. And she comes back and she says, you didn't hear any sound? I said, no. And she's like, okay, how about you? get up and just sit here and then we take the next person. Mm. The next person comes and I saw the person responding to the instructions and that's when I knew something is wrong. Yeah. My heart started to pound only to realize eventually that I had been experiencing hearing loss and that was when I was diagnosed with bilateral sensorineural hearing loss. Now, for those of you who don't know what that means, it was like a foreign language to me to the very first day I heard it. I could not even pronounce it like I pronounced it just now. Mm. And it means that you hear sound, you think you understand it because you hear, but you're not understanding speech very well, especially in the high pitch for me, because you've lost your hearing. And that's what I was experiencing. And so when I listened and I heard all the story, I mean, just the diagnosis, I was able to trace that at least 15 years that I had been experiencing that. Wow. My heart was broken. I left the hearing center in tears on my way home. I I wanted to catch the bus. I I even forgot that I was going to catch the bus. I was just walking home in tears. I was very heartbroken. And I'm saying to myself, God, I have experienced so many losses in my life. I have lost family members. I have lost my self-esteem because of bullying. Mm. And here again, I have, had, I have dealt with stigma in the past as a refugee. 
And here I get to deal with hearing loss and the stigma associated with it. I was heartbroken. I was angry. I was disappointed. I did not know what this meant for me. I was fearful for my future. But, you know, it's one of those things, uh, like Jimmy Dean says, he says, I I can't change the direction of the wind. Mm -hmm. But I can adjust my sails to always reach my destination. Absolutely. I went through a pr- I went through a, 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 a couple of years of grieving. Hmm. But then when you're going through difficult times, anyone listening out there, find support. Find Very someone important. you trust that can journey with you. Very Maybe important. it's a community. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Maybe you have a mentor. Whoever you can resonate and connect with, that's a trustworthy person. Maybe it's your spouse. In this case, for me, it was my spouse, my wife, Joy. Wow. And she was a big encouragement to me during this season. She had seen how I was and in the past, so excited, motivated, and here I was now. So in life, we go through ups and downs. Right. The great thing is that when you choose not to stay down, mm-hmm. you can turn it around and make a big difference in not only your life, but in the lives of others. Wow. That's what I recognize, obviously, with the support of my wife. And so seven years passed, and I'm saying to myself, let me go check out there. I felt alone. Again, sometimes maybe you're experiencing disability. It's very lonely. It's very isolating. Yes. You know? And, and, and maybe you think you're alone. Whatever your situation is, I want to say you, to you that you're, never, you're not alone. You're never alone. You're never alone. Even if you can't find somebody that you can see, that you can resonate and say, okay, I, maybe I can share experiences with this person because they're going through the same thing. Know that God sees you. He hears your cry. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. Because... Yes, he Lord. said, for I know the plans that I have for you. Mm-hmm. They are plans for good and not for disaster. Plans Absolutely. to give you hope and a future. Yes, sir. If you have faith, you activate hope. God is going to give you that future. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened for me. I did a research online, discovered organizations with hearing loss. I discovered people mm-hmm. out there that experience. I'm like, whoa, I thought wow. I was alone. And so I started getting involved. Now I'm thinking, how can I, if I could experience this thing, then it means that there are other people Absolutely. out there who are experiencing hearing loss. Absolutely. They may not know it, but what role can I play mm. as a result of my experiences? I don't believe that God would let me go through this for no reason. Yes. I had to go through it. You go through certain challenges in life because God is giving you a picture of what others are experiencing and he has prepared, he has given you a purpose. You have been chosen. Come on. And when you answer the call, God would open the opportunities for you in places where you never expected. Come and on. And that's how this happened for me, right? Yes. You know, I, I, I think about that like, wow, just... Within a year and a half, I made the decision that I am going to step up to to help raise awareness about hearing loss, to support others with hearing loss. And here I was, the governor of Georgia, swearing me in as a commissioner 
for the Georgia Commission for the Deaf or Hard of Hearing wow. to support people who are deaf or hard of hearing across the state of Georgia. Come so on. my message to you is that if you have experienced some really difficult times, some challenging times, some things that maybe you've held on to it all these years, and now you're listening to me, ask yourself, have a moment of reflection. So why did I go through this? There must be a positive reason mm -hmm. that once I break through from the mindset that I'm experiencing right now of maybe limitation of shame, what would others think about me? I did have that. I did experience what would others think about me using hearing aids. I wear hearing aids. The first time I wore hearing aids, I kept turning around looking at who is looking at me. What are they thinking about me? Those things do happen. But when you choose not to stay there, you can make a big difference in your life. And so that's yes. how I got this position and just helping other people out there who are experiencing hearing loss. There's nothing like that. It brings profound joy knowing that you can take one step today and you can impact the life of one person. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Who's listening to us right now? Are you blessed? Are you inspired? Because I am. You know. I want you to know, you from wherever you're listening to this program right now, that it won't take long. Your test will surely become your testimony. Just like my friend and brother here, Ibrahim, whose test mm -hmm. now is a testimony. It wasn't rosy from the beginning. He had challenges. He had roadblocks. He had limiting beliefs, but he went against all odds to discover his purpose, to step in his calling. So what are you waiting for? Why do you want to give up? You who's listening to us right now, why do you want to give up? Why do you think there is no hope? Why do you think less of yourself? Why do you think people's opinions of you should become your reality when in fact you have greatness in you? Come on. If this man could transition from a refugee to a journalist, to a commissioner, to an IT director, to a man in ministry who's using his podcast, to a podcast owner who's using his podcast, to share his story, to inspire people out there. If he could do all this, you who's listening to us right now, you too can do it. Don't give up. We thank God the world is now a global village where with the click of a button, you can access coaches and mentors. You have someone right here now, Ibrahim Dabo, who has been through stuff. He has been through life. You have all the support systems right now in front of you. All you need to do is click on his information. I'm sure you can see his details right now. Um, those of you who are watching the video, you can see his contact information currently being uh, displayed on the screen. For those of you who are listening via podcast, you can see, you can find his contact information there also. Reach out to him. So, Ibrahim, 
do you have programs, coaching programs, or do you have a platform where you, you know people can join you, listen to you, and ask you questions on how they can transition from where they are to where they want to be in life? Yes, thank you for the opportunity. I have Purpose Graciously Review podcast that's out there. It uh, I share a lot of my journey, a lot of the things I have learned along the way uh, that would help you in your journey wherever you are. But if you're somebody who uh, you're saying you want more, uh, you you want you 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 need that support to help you to the next level of your life, whatever your journey is you know that there's greatness in you like les brown says there's greatness in you and you want to yes. move on yeah do contact me uh, visit my website www.ibdabo so that's d-a-b-o.com ibdabo.com and yes i i have a coaching program that i'm that i'm working on right now with the goal of helping people that's been part of my journey all of my life of wanting to help people and so feel free to connect with me i'll be so glad to connect with you hear your story and and work journey together with you to go to the next level awesome i love that thank you so much brother um what we typically do before i let you go is i will give you one minute to inspire somebody out there um, you know, this is a program. We thank God for technology. People are listening to you right now from all over the world. Um, we're currently streaming on multiple platforms, over 20 platforms right now. And uh, there's definitely somebody out there who needs some motivation, mm -hmm. not just motivation. They need some inspiration, mm -hmm. right? Um, we will give you one minute to just speak to that man or that woman who is going through, in fact, let's, let's, let's speak to that refugee, that immigrant mm -hmm. who has been doing everything humanly possible to settle down, to find a life, a dream life. They've been struggling. They've been doing everything they could, mm -hmm. but they always get frustrated because when things seem to be working today, tomorrow, it becomes worse for them and they're confused. Mm -hmm. A lot of them out there are about to give up, to take their lives. I know you're not a therapist, you're not a counselor, full disclosure. Mm -hmm. uh, but I want you to, based on your experience, say some words of motivation and inspiration to such people. One minute, 60 seconds, sir. Yes, I would say that know that you're not alone and the first thing that i would say is count on your faith god god has a plan and a purpose for your life and so when you lift up your situation to god believe that he would change your situation i doubted several times but then when i put my faith when i anchored my faith fully in god he turned things around. I am reminded of the time I was escaping the war in Sierra Leone and I was in the in a boat. We left with a boat, oil tanker boat, 600 people on board. And on the penultimate night, day number five in the ocean, deep in the Atlantic Ocean, no trace of land. 
something happened terrible. Everybody was screaming on that boat. The water was splashing in on us. There were strong waves that hit the boat, just like the storms that you might be experiencing in your life today. I literally experienced the storm, and I thought that the boat was going to sink. And then when I prayed to God, something powerful happened. I heard a loud sound on that boat, like a screeching sound, like really loud. And I'm wondering what's going on. I thought the boat was sinking, was beginning to sink. But then later I realized that it was the captain of the boat lowering the anchor of the boat to the seabed. And if you don't know what that means, the anchor hooks to the, to the sea, to the bottom of the sea. And as, no matter how strong the wind is, the boat is just going to keep turning around that same area instead of drifting away and probably the worst happens. And so no matter what you're going today through the storm today, I say anchor your faith in God who can turn things around for you. Find people who can support you. Believe in yourself, first of all. You have to believe in yourself. If you doubt, self-doubt, believe that you have something great in you and you have something great to offer in this world. And then do all you can. Work hard. Persevere. Perseverance has been part of the journey for me. Never giving up. Believing that I will get to the next phase of my life. Whatever that destination is that you're thinking about, believe that you can reach that. Because if you're in the middle of the storm, I usually say when you're in the middle of the storm, when you're at your lowest point, that's the time you activate your wildest dreams and pursue it. And something amazing would happen. So stay focused on your dreams. Never give up. Continue to persevere in your journey. Great and amazing things await you. And you would live to give a testimony that others would believe that it is possible for them too. Wow. 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 Look, you just inspired me now. You know, they say sometimes even the strong needs support. Look, these words of encouragement, inspiration, I really do appreciate you for that. And for those of you who are out there, like he said, don't ever give up on yourself. Always remember that your, your, your challenges were naturally created by God. That's exactly, look, nothing in this world that is happening to you is by accident. I'm telling you, every challenge in your life was created to activate the creativity in you. Challenges were given to humans, the world, as a catalyst to activate us. Now, if we all remember, when God made the world, he didn't give us cars. He didn't give us clothes. God did not give us shoes. He did not give us be a bed. To, he didn't give us beds to lie on. He didn't give us tables or chairs or, or houses. But have you ever imagined for a second, how did man think about building a house? How did man think about making shoes? How did man think about producing or making clothes it was hardship that led to the creativity 
it was hardship that stimulated the, re the reticular activating system of man to say hey things have been piercing my leg in the forest in the woods i need to find ways to protect my feet and that was how so challenges are meant to activate creativity in you so when life is going the opposite direction that you did not plan for my friend here is telling us to always believe that that challenge comes with a message so don't focus on the challenge focus on the message because every challenge every problem has a message but if you focus all your attention on the challenge you would miss the message so i want you all to please remember if this man who transitioned from a refugee to journalism and to becoming a commissioner and also having a podcast that he uses to inspire people it means you too can ladies and gentlemen we don't know where you're watching us from we don't know where you're listening to us from but here is one thing that I know about you who's listening to us right now. I know that you have greatness. I know that this is your season of breakthrough. So please like and share this broadcast. So, sir, um, do you have any books um, out there that you would want people to go purchase? If yes, where can they get them? Oh, I'll tell you, that's a great question because I'm actually working on the book right now. And so uh, that's one of the things that I'm so excited about is coming up. Uh, be on the lookout on my website because I have so many amazing things planned for this year. Uh, awesome. Go to ibdabo.com and you will get the updates there. But I'm just so amazed that uh, just the good things that are happening that you're going to be truly inspired by and so i want to thank you again dr yes, uh, Ugulu, for this opportunity i enjoyed our conversation so much i you know i am i admire you as well i have learned a lot from you and your journey as well so keep doing the great things that you do out there uh, you are an inspiration to many including myself thank you sir it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you here and i hope when next i invite you you'll be willing to come and share your knowledge with my audience absolutely anytime uh, awesome so everybody remember today is the first day of the rest of your life god bless you like and share it and bye for now everybody bye for bye. now <laughs>